0: When it comes to nutrition, I always emphasize understanding fundamentals, basics, how to do things consistently to create good habits. And oftentimes, when people first start out, they want to know, oh, should I make a food journal or should I write everything down? And actually, that's not necessary in the beginning. At least that's my philosophy and my approach. In order to have good, sustainable, healthy nutrition habits that work towards your goals, it's not necessary to record everything and create a food journal 24-7. In fact, if you think about a lot of people that are really healthy, pay attention to nutrition, food journaling is not something that they spend their time and effort on. It's not something, again, that's necessary to have good nutrition habits. But food journaling, it does have its time and place. And it's just a small tool that can give you some insight as to what you're actually doing and how you can make some adjustments to make everything work a little better for you. This is the right place to learn how a multi dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back, everyone, to the HL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. You're in the right place to hear about everything that's geared to optimizing your performance. All of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for another episode. And as always, I appreciate all of the support. If you haven't heard some of the previous library of episodes, go check that out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. It's on everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. And for those of you that have been following along, check out my YouTube channel. I've been putting up video highlight clips of all these podcast episodes and they're going up daily on my YouTube channel. You can just search for h Movement or h and Movement Podcast. And there have been a lot of great previous episodes a lot of great guest interviews, solo topics like what I'm covering today, and everything is geared to get you some information, be a good valuable resource, and help you along your journey to optimize your performance and achieve all of those goals. And stay tuned for more because there's a lot of exciting episodes coming up. I'm wrapping up my first year in the PhD program, so I'm going to be starting to do a little bit more with the podcast leading into the summer. So check back on all of that With all of that, let's jump into today's topic, and it's about food journaling. And I don't want to waste any time. I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. I haven't done a nutrition episode in a little bit, so let's jump into food journaling. And to give you some perspective, if you haven't heard some of my previous nutrition episodes, I would highly recommend to go back. On my website, there's a nutrition category where you can see some of the nutrition episodes and that's honestly where I talk about a lot of these basics and how to start to figure out what is going to work best for you. For today I want to dive into this concept of food journaling. It's something that oftentimes when people are starting any nutrition coaching with me or asking for some advice their first question is should I write down everything? Should I create a food journal? And my answer is actually no. That is not my approach because food journaling, it's not really a useful tool unless you have been practicing certain habits or fundamentals for a while. It's almost like if you think about it, if you're starting a class, right, and on the first day of school, before you even go into any material, any reading, you have a midterm exam, right? It's not going to provide you that much information as to how you're doing in the class because you didn't do anything beforehand to prep, to prepare, to practice things, to see how much knowledge you're gathering. You're just diving straight into How am I gonna assess myself without knowing what I'm assessing for, right? So that's kind of what food journaling is. It's really a way to collect more data to give you a little bit of a snapshot assessment as to what are you actually doing and is this kind of fitting in with what you've been practicing, what you're trying to incorporate. That's really the strength of a food journal. It's not to do anything, I've talked about this before, it's not to do anything like judge yourself, to shame yourself into trying to make some changes, to show you what you're doing wrong. It's not any of that. It's literally just collecting some data and that data is going to help you to decide what is working pretty good, Maybe what's not working so well, how can I adjust and what should I focus on in the upcoming near future, let's say. So the bottom line is what I really want to emphasize is that food journaling is not a tool to show you negative things. It's not a tool to judge yourself, right? I've talked about that many times before and it's just a way to collect some information. So I'm going to just go over three points today, three things to think about when it comes to just overall nutrition, but also for some of you that might think that I could use food journaling right now, it might be a good tool that will help me to improve a little further, then you can make sense of this information and decide when should I use this. And again, I'm going to dive into it, but food journaling is not a long-term strategy. It's again, not a requirement to have healthy nutrition habits. Food journaling is just something in the short term to give you a little snapshot to show you what kinds of things you're doing and how to collect that information. So don't use food journaling for the long term. I actually recommend to all of my clients and athletes, really half a week to a week, you'll get enough, more than enough information to actually use that information to start to make some positive change. So again, I don't encourage anybody to food journal for longer than a week. I think you can spend your time and efforts to something a little bit more productive instead of spending so much time on a food journal. Let's jump into the first point about food journaling. And this is really why I don't encourage people to food journal on a regular basis or in the long term, like what I just mentioned. Because one thing is you want to see exactly what you do on a regular, normal basis, You don't want food journaling to alter your food choices, food decisions. You don't want it to alter kind of what habits you're practicing. You want it to just be, this is what I do on a normal basis. How can I see with a food journal what I'm actually doing? And if you think about it, if you try maybe food journaling in the past, right? How many times did you decide what you're going to eat or what not to eat based on because you had to actually write it down or record it, right? That is not what we want to encourage when we're talking about nutrition. We don't want something to reinforce your habits in that way, meaning that you're feeling guilty so maybe you don't want to eat it because you don't want to write it down on a record or maybe you're bargaining with yourself right oh I did so good yesterday and because of that I'm seeing that on my food journal or what I've been recording and because of that okay I think I'm going to give myself a cheat meal right you always hear that or you know bargaining in some way that's not reinforcing healthy nutrition habits so that's where food journaling it can actually alter what food choices you're going to choose and if you do this I think if you do food journaling for more than a week, right? If it starts to become like part of your routine I think that's when food journal it starts to have that counterproductive or that negative effect to it where you start to alter some of your daily choices and daily habits because of what you're recording on the food journal and again like I mentioned that is not the purpose of a food journal so at that point it's turning into kind of a negative thing it may be driving your food choices or altering or influencing them not so much in a positive way anymore And we want to try to avoid that because nutrition it should be very positive it should be very intuitive you should know what types of things work with your body your schedule the social aspect right everything that i've talked about that deals with healthy and well-rounded nutrition habits and another thing that i want to mention about that too is when you start to do food journaling for a long time right it becomes more of a distraction than actually something that's helping you to develop healthy nutrition habits it becomes so you're so focused on just making sure that your food journal looks good instead of actually listening to your body and seeing how do I adjust react and how do I make choices in various situations you become more focused just on the food journal and maybe make it look a little better than what it is in your normal daily routine that you would like to live or that's more realistic right so then again the food journal like I mentioned is altering what you do On a normal weekly basis instead of you starting to learn how to make these choices and what kinds of things are going to work best for you. Now the second point that I want to talk about with food journaling is what to actually how to use this information how to interpret this information and i think that's key a lot of people get so stuck on just when you're eating and what you're eating and then they look at this as kind of like a simple math problem right there's a solution to fix something but it's not really like you need to fix anything it's more seeing how can i take everything that's going on in my life and the lifestyle that i want to live and how do i make this work with my nutrition habits right that is the information that we ultimately want to interpret and gain and make some improvement on right is to try to make things work a little better for you so how to interpret food journals is what I recommend to anybody that's going to do a food journal for the short term right anywhere between three to seven days What you're going to do is, of course, when you eat, you're going to make some note of that. What you're eating, like I talked about, you're going to make some note of that. But I think the biggest thing that I work with a lot of my clients with is the most important part is everyone has some like one or two things that heavily influence and drive their food choices. So, for example, what do I mean by that? And these are just generic examples, but hopefully it'll get you to start to think about what types of things drive your food choices. So for some people, I've worked with some people, I've been like this too, you know, maybe back in college, that cost is a huge influence on what you decide to eat, right? When you go out to eat, it's like, I'm going to take the cheapest thing on the menu. And we've all kind of been there. And I, I use this example because it's something that I think a lot of us can relate to at one point or another in our life. So that's one example where the cost or the expense, the financial aspect influences your food choices, right? Other people, it might be something like stress. Maybe it depends how stressed they are throughout the day. That heavily influences what types of things they want to gravitate towards or choose to eat other people. It might be the mood they're in. It might be energy levels. Are they tired or are they awake? Another example, a good one, is social aspect, right? If they're eating with friends versus if they're eating at home, those are two different things. So there's all of these other influences, and I've talked about this in the past. Really, every aspect of your life is integrated into nutrition and have some type of influence on your food choices. So it's reflecting a little bit, being a little introspective, and thinking about what areas influence my food choices really heavily. Is it mental, emotional, social, cultural? work, schedule, all of those things that I just mentioned. So once you kind of figure out what one or two areas heavily influence and drive your food choices, you are going to take note of that whenever you're doing a food journal. I think that's the key right there. That is like the magic, going to give yourself the most information as to how to make sense of how to improve your nutrition. So again, to reiterate, you're going to, of course, like a normal food log, food journal, you're going to record when you're eating, what you're eating, everything you're eating and drinking, and then the last aspect is the big thing that influences your food choices, whatever that is, and sometimes it's just maybe what you're thinking at the moment, right, or what's around you, all of those things, you're going to record it, make a note, the easiest way to do this, I always recommend two things, so one is you are going to do this immediately or during that meal. You're going to do it as quickly as possible because the longer that we wait, even if it's a few hours, our memory gets fuzzy as to what time, maybe what exactly we ate, maybe how much we ate, maybe what we're thinking, right? So you want to do this as soon after or during the meal when you're eating it. The second thing is, I want you to make it as easy as possible for you. So not to spend a lot of time, but gather a lot of information. Some people like to write it down, maybe use their phone, write it in a notepad, email themselves, but usually writing things down, that takes a little longer. You can also do a photo food journal. That is very quick because it has a timestamp on there. You can just take a picture. If you ate all of the food, then you know that you finished it. If you didn't eat all of the food, take an after picture and you can kind of get a quick snapshot as to this is what I ate, right? then you have to just make some notes as to what you're feeling. And that can be super easy. You know, for people that don't like to type or, you know, write it on their phone, then a simple way, everyone has a cell phone, just dictate it. Every notepad, I think it has a dictation. You can just turn on the mic record and you can just talk into it. And just in a couple sentences, explain kind of the big things that were driving that food choice, right? And when you start to do this for, again, three to seven days, I think you're going to get a lot of information. And again, I'm going to reiterate, but just look at it as data, purely data, nothing else. You're not judging yourself, not turning it into a negative thing. You're just seeing this is what I'm actually doing and this is what I'm gonna strive towards. So maybe I can start to incorporate these things. Maybe I need to make some adjustments here. Maybe it's things that's not even dealing with the food itself. It might be other things based off of your key factors that drive your food choices. It may be other things that you need to work on, right? And when you start to put that into practice, I think that is what helps us to, again, build stronger fundamentals with nutrition execute what we want to do with nutrition but then we'll see all of the benefits all of the rewards all of the things that it's helping us to work towards right all of your sports activity goals everything else maybe it's making sure that you enjoy and have a better relationship with food maybe it's of course the physical health reasons but maybe it's enjoying food with family and friends so all of these aspects you can actually gain some good insight valuable insight from a food journal And then the third aspect, I've kind of touched on this already, but the third aspect point that I want to make is that you want to use the food journal just as a tool. It's not a long-term strategy. It's not something that's necessary to have healthy nutrition habits. It is just a tool. It's a tool to collect some data so that you can use that to help your nutrition become a more positive experience And help your nutrition support all of the goals that you want to achieve and I think that's the bottom line right nutrition is so much more than just the food in front of you it's so much more than just fueling your body for activity nutrition is literally integrated into all aspects of your life whether you're aware of it or not and that's what I always talk about with nutrition is that nutrition it's a lifestyle thing you want to see what types of things will help me to live that healthy lifestyle that I'm striving for. That is when you're taking everything into account when it comes to nutrition. And then once you do the food journal for that, you know, half a week to a week, then you practice whatever things that you want to practice, whatever you learn from that experience. You practice it for, you know, months, hopefully longer than that in the long term so that you can sustain it. But if you really think that maybe I need to revisit what am I actually doing, then you can always do a food journal again. But again, I don't do food journals that consistently. I don't do them very close together. This might even be like over six months, over a year type of thing, maybe every couple of years. Just to show you like is what I think I'm doing and what I'm actually doing Are they kind of matching up? Are there certain things that maybe I need to pay more attention to? Maybe I need to focus on this area a little bit more, right? It's again, just giving you some data, some information as to how to improve your nutrition habits. And when you use a food journal like that, I think it's super effective. So to tie it back to what I talked about in the beginning, I usually don't do a food journal with any of my clients until I've established, we've practiced the fundamental nutrition habits some basics until we've practiced that for months typically like 4, 5, 6 months and then when they get into this routine they've been practicing things they've been seeing some improvement then I'm like you know what you've been doing this for a while let's try to see how we can actually improve a little bit further now and this is where I let them know let's try this tool and just do a food journal for a really short term and again just get more information and get a snapshot this approach I find that is very effective and it's very different from talking to someone and the first thing that you do diving into a food journal because again you don't really have a good understanding as to what may be working for you what may be not working for you you have no base yet and then you're just going in and it's like you're taking a test on the first day of class right it's like I don't even have anything to evaluate myself on or understand what I'm trying to do and is the food journal going to be that beneficial to help me move forward? And many times it's not, it just becomes a negative thing, stressful thing, thing to judge yourself with, right? So until you establish some basic nutrition habits, some understanding as to how to make nutrition work for you and your lifestyle, that is what I think helps to build some experience, and then make this tool very effective after you've been practicing things for a while. So use that even if you're, you've done this before, right? Use that. You're always going to practice whatever you're implementing and then do a food journal after you've kind of established that into your routine because then you'll again get more information, be able to interpret this information a little better, and then use this to make a positive change into your overall lifestyle. Other than that, that is all that I have today. I know it was a bunch of information. I've kind of reiterated certain points, but try it. If you think you're there and this will help you, then try it. But if it's not something that is a good time right now, then just remember, you don't need to Food Journal to have healthy, sustainable nutrition habits. Food Journal is just a tool. It's just a tool for when you think it's necessary You have it in your back pocket and you can try and record some of these things and see what types of things may work better for you. Other than that I'm done with talking about food journaling but just some information I hope this helped you. Remember to share these episodes with family, friends, coaches, anybody that's looking to optimize their performance, learn more, relate to these episodes and hopefully help them along their journey for whatever they're trying to achieve. Again be sure to check out everything that I have on my YouTube channel, social media. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of so you can reach me at Movement. My email is andrew at hnlmovement.com. You can find me on social media. Be sure to check out the highlight clips on YouTube though. Like those episodes, subscribe and share those because I'm planning on putting a lot more of them up. A highlight clip is going up on my YouTube channel daily. So there's a lot of content up there. So check that out. Again, new episodes are released every Tuesday. So I will be back here with a new episode next week. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Keep training, keep working hard and work on those nutrition habits as well. And that's it for today. Until next episode, aloha.